Hey, Kelly. Hi. <laughs> um, so I'm here with Kelly Sheehan. Is that how you say your last name? Sheehan or Sheehan. Sheehan no or Sheehan, okay. No one's ever confirmed for me. <laughs> <laughs> so you just like switch according to whichever. Okay. <coughs> gotcha. All right. So we're here at Nextdoor Cafe. It's a new experience for both of us. And the espresso machine is probably going to be going off periodically. And Kelly and I are inviting you to take a shot every time the espresso machine goes off, whether it's an espresso shot or a tequila shot. It's up to you. Or Malort. Or Malort. Ugh, you're so right. This is Chicago. What am I saying? <laughs> Malort. Um, I mean, do people also have, like, Malort in their homes? They do. do, they, do I people? know people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've um, only had the one Malort shot ever. I've never had it. It's... It's like, I feel like when I tried it, like I like things that are like citrusy and herbaceous. And when I, it was like at first, it was great. And then like a second after, I was like, this is like gasoline. Uh, like, it just, it, like it was questionable at best. Um, I, I really love hearing people's first stories on Malort though. It's like, because everybody has sort of a different takeaway. <laughs> But it's very similar to that. Yeah. Like at first it was okay. I didn't know what the big deal was, and then it turns and awful. Then it, <laughs> yeah. And then I was just really sad that I had put that in my mouth. <laughs> as someone who's never had it, it's sort of interesting to see like the range of emotions people go through. Yeah. As they describe it. <laughs> it's a journey. It's an emotional journey. <clears throat> um, so now that we're both a little bit caffeinated, uh, <laughs> I do want to ask. Um, uh, so how, imagine like Baby Kelly, B mm -hmm. how did Baby Kelly first get into music? Oh man, who knows? <laughs> um, I actually do know. So I, I hated school. Mm -hmm. Like I just didn't get the point of it for a long time. Yeah. Um, and so like to get good grades, my parents would bribe me. Like we'll go get ice cream or if you mm -hmm. do like, okay. And this was like third grade or fourth grade. Um, and so one time it was like, if you do okay on this test, we'll go get a toy, like a cheapo toy. Mm -hmm. And so like we're walking through the aisle and I'm like, I don't want anything. And my mom was just like, well, why don't we, instead of getting a toy, start piano lessons? And I was like, uh, that sounds legit. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, um, like I can get on board with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And my next door neighbor was actually a piano teacher. Mm -hmm. So it was sort of like minimal work on my part and minimal work on my mom's part which means Everybody it was going to work yeah <laughs> and so i would just like go to my neighbor's house after school and practice piano and mm. you know really liked it and then started guitar and really liked that and mm. then started to write music and didn't know what the heck i was doing <laughs> um and so i went to college for music thinking i would be a pianist or something mm -hmm. because i didn't know you could actually get a degree in composition. I didn't know that was like a path people could do. Um, so like the second I got there, like sort of saw like that that was an option. Mm -hmm. um, I went to Columbia College mm -hmm. and like around the same time, Marcos Balter had started. So oh. I was like, um, you know, this awesome composer. And then also compo like you could actually go to school for composing. Like yeah. it just like snapped. And I was like, Whoa. revert, jump track, go yeah. to composing. Cause I started college like with the hopes of like actually composing yeah but i didn't know that was like you didn't an know option you could get a degree in it yeah yeah so that's that's how i ended up oh where my. i'm at and did you did you grow up in this area i did i grew up in the suburbs 
Okay, um, gotcha. Same. So I just say Chicago by default, yeah. which is not actually <laughs> Chicago, but whatever. It's Chica- it's the Chicagoland area. As, Pretty much. As this, what uh, apparently we're living in a an amusement park, <laughs> the Chicagoland area. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, and um, you described yourself. I mean, I assume you wrote your own bio, uh, but yeah. you described yourself in your bio and everything. Uh, partly as a, a computer musician. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering at what point you started getting interested in working computers into your music and um, like when, when that click was for you. I mean, I've always been really sort of quote unquote computer savvy. Mm-hmm. Um, like all my family was shocked that I didn't go into computer science more mm-hmm. and that I went into music. Yeah. And I probably went into music because everyone wanted me to go into computer <laughs> science. And I was like, no, mom. And you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I started really getting into like Max MSP and mm-hmm. like all those things. And so, I don't know, uh, Chicago has a huge electronic music scene. Yeah. So it just sort of like... It was sort of a natural thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I You're like, I like computers and I like music, so why not? Yeah, and com- there's just so many cool things you could do. Like. Yeah. Like I was, so, like, I was, well, and I <laughs> I had no idea what you were doing, but on, on Facebook, I saw you doing <laughs> things with, like, a pen cap, and I was like, I don't know what's happening. Can you tell me a little bit about what you're, you're experimenting with? Yeah, so that's a new thing, but I'm really loving it. It. So that's a max patch that accesses either a webcam or my, you know, computer built-in camera. Mm-hmm. And I can click on the screen, and I'll show it to you after this because okay. it's fun. And yeah, I'm, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm nerdy, and I like to show people <laughs> these things. But so, like, say this green pen here, mm-hmm. if I hold it in front of the camera and then click on anywhere on the screen, like on this green pen, it will pick up that color green. Oh. And then anywhere I move it, on the camera, um, it will track that color green. And through moving this, certain parameters like amplitude um, oh. or like um, say just like a small drum track I have with looping, uh-huh. it will either loop the track or so like say if I move this pen cap, the green pen cap to the right, mm-hmm. it's going to like go up in frequency and the drum track is going to start looping like slower. Um, and then when I just completely take it off screen, everything stops. Okay. So, so what you're doing visually, how that tracks via a camera that translates to specific changes in the sound that is coming out. Exactly. That's okay. a much better way to describe it. <laughs> but um, So, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. And so what I'm using that for right now is I'm pairing that with um, sort of like mirrors mm-hmm. right now and lights. Whoa. So like the... I'm going to be performing with it in March. My plan is to, you know, have my webcam, and then be, it behind the webcam, there's going to be like black lights, mm-hmm. and then a mirror, and then I'm going to have it track the mirror, and depending Whoa. on where I move, yeah, a mirror, it will probably actually be like a reflective bowl in front of my face, so it's very theatrical. But I'm going to tell it to track the lights coming off of that bowl, and Whoa. so depending on where I move. Um, will be that sort of like performance um, well, like it'll be very movement based but yeah. very like assigned through the computer so yeah that's, that's crazy it's fun it's yeah. cool <laughs> <laughs> um, it's I mean one thing I'm I'm wondering about uh, because you I mean you don't just write computer music right. um, 
I imagine it depends what you're writing for, but I'm wondering, um, does do you first uh, sort of set out like, okay, I'm going to write a piece now, and then it occurs to you later, like this would be really good with some computer elements uh, brought into it, or are you, you if you're writing a piece that involves computer stuff, <laughs> that's how I would put it, computer stuff. Yeah. Um, are, do you pretty much know from the get-go, like, this I want to, this is going to be a computer-type piece? Hmm. Does that make sense? No, that definitely makes sense. Um, I guess it's sort of like, what, whenever I'm commissioned or whatever I'm doing, like, what am I allowed to do? Right, like, okay. You know, if they're like, and sometimes I sneak the electronics in, like, <laughs> I wrote um, a piece for a composer and pianist that you interviewed, Jonathan Hanna, mm -hmm. um, and he is so terrific that right. I just sort of like snuck in a bunch of electronics and like <laughs> was slowly being like, hey, are you okay with that? Are you okay with this? Mm -hmm. And he was always down for it. And then I think the fun thing is now he's starting to incorporate some of the stuff uh, that I had like sort of like turned him on to. So you trendsetter. Like, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm infecting other people. <laughs> um, I mean, I was thinking of it like a trend and you're describing it like a parasite. <laughs> Well, like, I mean, whatever me and Jonathan do, like, we're going to do it so completely different uh -huh. that, like, he's totally welcome to do anything, like, yeah. in that he sees from anything that I've done, like, I don't care because, mm -hmm. you know, the way he's going to use these electronic elements are going to be so drastically from how I use it. Right. And we're going to, we work together a lot, so we're just going to, like, influence each other and, like, learn from each other. So I'm really actually happy like he's doing these things so yeah I'm like, Ooh, what are you gonna come up with that's like, really cool let me see what you do um <laughs> i'm really excited for him and i like definitely like oh i'll like send we'll like sort of like obsess over guitar pedals together and yeah. stuff so it's it's great that he's doing this speaking of which um so plucky plunkers <laughs> um you guys have this toy piano duo um and I'm, I am wondering how that came about. I may have asked Jonathan this. I honestly don't remember. But I, I'm wondering how Plucky Plunkers came about. <gasps> that was just like two friends sort of like sitting around me like, what do we both like? And we're like, well, it was actually very like deliberate. We're like, we both really like these instruments. We both have them. Mm -hmm. And it's, we've, we've discussed this at length. And sometimes it's like, well, we really like the toy piano, but we're like, I really like what it represents. It's yeah. like this thing that, you know, it's two people who are pianists, but it doesn't have all this, like, repertoire or cultural baggage attached to it. It's, like, not it. as much, like... One thing that I love about Toy Piano is exactly what you said. Like, it doesn't have a lot of baggage attached to it. It's almost like people don't take it seriously when, mm -hmm. in a way, like, you could because it is just a totally different... Tam like it's a totally different timbre, totally different color. Like, so I mean, it is basically like another instrument in itself. But the fact that it is called that it is a toy piano, I yeah. feel like people it automatically has these sort of like silly associations. Right. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's a really cool instrument at the same time. So we're yeah. like, people take should take this thing seriously, and we're gonna you know develop a repertoire for it. Yeah. Um, and we started out like being very like okay, guys, like, our friends are amazing um, guys or gals. I don't want to be that person. <laughs> um, and be, like, we would ask people to write for us, and it was very notated music. Like, mm -hmm. And then we would, like, really get into it, and we loved everything people wrote for us. But mm -hmm. then we're, like, we actually don't 
want to do notated music anymore. Yeah. Um, Can you branch out, everybody? <laughs> yeah, we're like, we're really into improvising. So mm-hmm. we're sort of like taking this weird instrument and then doing like weird improv on top of it. <laughs> and it's just sort of like amazing. That's awesome. And you guys were in Florida recently, weren't you? Yeah, the Toy Piano Festival. Oh my gosh. International Toy Piano Festival. How was that? Did you get to do a lot of performing or? We performed on one concert. Okay. Um, we did, what did we do? We actually performed one of our own pieces. So I performed a piece of mine. He performed a piece of his. Awesome. And then we did a large improv. Um, and the improv was so we are insane and we drove there from Chicago, like yeah. an 18 hour drive. Oh my God. And for every hour, we just like recorded a minute of our trip. Um, sometimes I would record and not tell Jonathan. <laughs> so like there's a lot of like us talking and like or him talking and yeah. we, like giggling. Um, and so like then when we got to Florida, we cut together this 18 minute track and then improvised with that. Oh man. Yeah. And then That's awesome. While we were there, we like workshopped and um, worked on a bunch of commissions for the toy piano. So like we were able to work on our own stuff, but then we yeah. performed as well. So that's great. Yeah, wow. that's fun. Man, um, did you? I mean, did you record any of the performance? We did. There is, um, at least on my SoundCloud, there is a recording of the improvisation. Okay. Uh, I'm tr- putting together like an over-the-top web page right now for it um <laughs> for plucky plunkers yeah well we have a web page but for yeah. the like improv thing oh specifically okay yeah. gotcha gotcha i'm like trying to work out a thing where i access the google api and then so you'll be able to like go to the web page and like see through google like you know how the way google will drive around with the car for yes. maps and like track mm-hmm. you know like anything mm-hmm. i'm trying to access that camera which you can, you can access that camera. Whoa. And so the camera that mapped out a location or a drive from Chicago to Florida, like I can tap into that and like show you the drive. Whoa. Um, but that's gonna take me a while to do. That's a lot yeah. of like co- no, computer that coding. that exciting though. <laughs> um, so eventually that's a project. Once I have more time, I'm gonna like put right. that all together. Once you're so not like moving. <laughs> yeah, once we're not moving. Yeah, doing everything else. Um, yeah. <coughs> Speaking of everything else, um, so you also are involved in this group, Noise Bias. Right, yeah. Um, I should say, I mean, it's, I think it's interesting that part of, sort of part of your, I, for lack of a better word, branding, um, is, I mean, it's, you always see Noise Bias, an all-female contemporary ensemble. Right. It's never just Noise Bias. It's always mm-hmm. the whole thing. Um, so it's very much centered on female artists, female composers, um, how did this come about? And also, when did it come about? Yeah, we're called a new group a lot, but we've been around for like a year uh-huh. about, um, which I guess is relatively new. Some people think that of is. that as like still like group infancy. Or like, yeah, I think you're true. in like toddlerhood. Yeah. <laughs> for like, I don't know, did toddlers walk at one? I don't know. I don't remember. Probably I don't not. <laughs> um, I have like three nephews, I should know this, but. Um, <laughs> I feel like maybe you're in a position to know. <laughs> Take some notes, Kelly. Like five years ago, I probably knew. Now I don't. It just, I don't keep that in my brain, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, so we started like around November, November of at least a year ago. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do the mental math. Yeah. Because um, I'll be wrong. That's okay. <laughs> um, but it started out as sort of like uh, 
Well, I actually found out about it through Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, my partner actually tagged me in it because Jill DeGroot, um, wonderful flutist uh, and founder of the group, mm -hmm. put out like a call like, hey, I want to start this group and we're going to have this meeting. And oh, okay. so I actually didn't see it at all. And my partner tagged me in that Facebook group and then I ignored it for a while. And then my partner was like, oh, did you see that? And I was like, what are you talking about? And, um, <laughs> I saw it. And I was like, oh, that looks amazing. So we had this like initial meeting, mm -hmm. um, sort of like talk about our goals and what oh, we want to okay. do. And then from there, you've just sort of really grown um, into like sort of this. We started out as a collective, mm -hmm. but I think now we're moving more towards like having core members. Okay. Um, yeah. And, you know, like. We just found this these uh, this amazing group of musicians in the city who yeah. like are just so talented, um, and we just we put on shows and yeah that's what yeah. we do. Do you guys have uh, any like shows coming up? Any events? <coughs> oh well, we just had a concert. Oh, um, that's right with with Ursa. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was like a what is that word? Fundraiser for yes. Planned Parenthood, <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was a fun one and. We don't have anything in the works right now, mm -hmm. um, but I'm sure we'll have something coming up soon. Yeah, how I was that was that day when you guys were uh, doing stuff with Ursa. It was that Friday. It was just I the know. day that everything was happening, and I I felt like I was in such a pickle. I don't <laughs> know. There were so many things I wanted to go to, and and I didn't make it to your thing, and I was I was kind of bummed. But oh, that's um, fine. There I'm sure it was great. There were things that I wanted to go to, too, and I was like, oh, And you're man. like, I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, this group that I'm I home playing. Really, I'm going to go to something else. Yeah, right. Like, see ya. Um, uh, do you have, are there some, like, longer-term goals of the group? Definitely. Um, we really want to, like, grow our core member or, like, core ensemble. Mm -hmm. um, but also, like, really push, I guess we... Uh, We've been sort of like discussing this and like we are an all-female group and we really are like gung-ho about like it's really important to us to like showcase female composers yeah but also i think we've been talking about like sort of moving into like being more inclusive in a way like including non-binary um, yeah folks for and sure. like doing that not just like female identifying mm -hmm. and yeah because there's so many amazing people and we're like yeah you know, like, you want to be able to perform you, but at the same time, like, we can't. So, like, what do we do? And yeah. so we're thinking about moving into, like, being more inclusive in that way. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, really, like, just putting on a bunch of really cool shows. Yeah, yeah that but, sounds great. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask about, uh, you're, one, you're an editor for Cacophony. Mm -hmm. um, Cacophony Magazine, I should say. Um, how did uh, how did Cacophony Magazine come about? Because it hasn't been around for all that long. Yeah, uh, we recently hit our one year. Um, right. Everything I'm doing has been around for a year. Right. right. Wow. <laughs> um, let's see. That came about. Well, that was founded by Bethany Young and Leah Cole. Mm -hmm. um, and Bethany has since moved to New York, mm -hmm. and in June. So when Bethany moved. She asked me and Jill to sort of like come on board. Okay. Um, and I think Leah had already like stepped away. Um, so it just became me and Jill running the ship. Mm -hmm. And that magazine came about because there is like a huge black and like 
solely focusing online periodicals that solely focus on like new music um, and new music performances uh-huh. and like really wanting people from the community writing for the community yeah and sort of like getting that community feel yeah and that's how cacophony came about yeah it makes a lot of sense i you know i went to the website and i was like this is great <laughs> this is exactly what should exist um i was wondering what is uh what does your role as an editor include what kinds of things do you have to do it's like editor slash artistic director mm-hmm. so like it's a lot of the stuff like we will, we sort of wear many hats, me and Jill. We yeah. like, will edit the articles and usually they don't. Require don't, a whole lot of tweaking. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's sort of like our thing. Like we like to leave a light footprint on whatever we do because yeah. we want to really showcase our writer's voice. Um, so like, we'll just like peruse it, and, you know, like make suggestions um, yeah. whenever we can. And then a lot of it is like, we'll handle like correspondence with other venues and if we can, like, point out to our writers, like, hey, there's, these are really amazing shows going on. Does anyone want to cover this? And mm-hmm. sort of, like, hoping to connect our writers who a lot of times will come to us with ideas yeah, um, to, like, cool concerts and get people out to review those concerts and get those reviews online. Yeah. So a lot of it's, like, just sort of, like, making people aware of like shows that are going on if they're not already aware yeah and on our website we actually have a calendar that we try and keep updated i saw that and i thought that i thought that was really great i was i was wondering if that was um something that generally you and 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 jill do or if it's something where people can sort of like submit things to be on your calendar or is it like a combination of those two things it's both yeah um me and jill want to sort of peruse our own like calendars and put up what we're interested in and then Mm -hmm. We'll have, we try and do this um, like weekly or monthly thing where we have our writers suggest events to mm. go onto the calendar. Take a shot, I guess. Everybody take a shot. Um, <laughs> and then, secondly, people can submit events. So, mm. like, there's a form on our website. You can go in there and submit it. And we actually get a lot of event submissions. Yeah. I, I just, I, I saw that calendar and it, it made me feel warm and fuzzy because <laughs> like it just seemed like such an embodiment of like these are things that are going on like let's all go to each other's stuff yeah exactly you know? um it just felt like how and i feel i mean generally i've i felt like you know being sort of a part of the new music community in chicago i felt like there you know people aren't there's not a sense of like competition or something. It's everybody's just trying to support each other and, you know, play new music and get it heard. So it just seeing that calendar for some reason, I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like let's all like, just you know, band together. <laughs> yeah. It just yeah, I liked it. Um, I was also wondering, uh, has do you feel like your experience being an editor for a new music magazine does it sort of has that changed? the way um, that you experience like a live music event or uh, either as a performer or as an audience member, do you feel like you go into it and you sort of just approach it differently than, than you did before? Hmm, that's a good question. I definitely, if it's, I guess actually at first it did, mm-hmm. but now it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, unless I know we have a writer there gotcha. and I think, oh, I wonder what they'll write about uh-huh. for this. like what will they experience versus what I experience? Mm-hmm. Um, 
But most of the times, like nowadays, no, I just go and I experience the show for, you know, whatever wonderful thing it is. Yeah. And that thought, at first, it was very much like, we should have gotten this covered. <laughs> or like a lot of like, we need to get people to come here and like, we need to get people to cover this. Yeah. But now like, I'm able to like distance myself from the magazine yeah. as a, a viewer and yeah. like an audience member and like enjoy enjoy the show. That's interesting. Um, does Do you feel like it ever has changed the way that you, since you're involved in different ensembles, do you feel like it, it changes the way that you plan an event? Hmm. Probably in ways I haven't like conceived of. Like kind of unconsciously. Yeah. Yeah. Like I always make sure there's a complice now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and if people like magazines reach out to us and want to write, I like know like okay, get them on the complice. Like, yeah. I guess like it's really made me aware of like how to run press. Like, because uh-huh. I've talked to so many venues and like awesome people who are like in charge of that. So like, I guess maybe it's like giving me that experience of like how to talk to. Yeah, which is like cool experience. Yeah, that's I mean, and that's important. I feel like honestly, like more of us in new music could stand to have that perspective, (laughs) you know, like just know how to sort of like think about the perspective of the other side, I guess not the other side, but like, you know, the people who cover those events. Yeah, I would say the biggest, the weirdest thing from Cacophony is like having that editorial role. It's like it doesn't really affect how I view concerts, but it'll affect, like, how I read other reviews, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, you know, like, there are so many cool magazines that, like, I'll, like, read another review and be, like, sort of, like, compare it or contrast it and see, yeah, like, what's sure. that tone? It really affects, like, more how I view online content more than I view, like, in life. The actual things. experience. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sort of like an interesting. I never really thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna think about it a lot. That, <laughs> now it's just gonna infect your thoughts. <laughs> um, do you have any long-term goals for the magazine? Definitely. Um, we really want to get more coverage because mm-hmm. there's definitely like we're definitely located only on a lot of venues on the north side. Yeah. We really want to like get more coverage outside of our little bubble, yeah. um, which is like Constellation and Slate, and which are great venues, but like we want to be able to do more. Yeah. Um, and like definitely have a further reach than we do now and like get more coverage and like maybe branch out into like more performance arts, like yeah. that have music elements, but like really get like these underground things that we haven't covered yet covered. And yeah. those are definitely our goals. Like how do we do that? Like that's something we're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, can you tell me if there's uh, if there are any projects or concerts coming up for you that you're excited about that you want people to know about? Hmm. Well, there's um, like for me personally. Yeah. Just in general. Yeah. Um, that computer thing that with the color tracking mm-hmm. and the lights and the very elaborate reflective surfaces concert um, is going to be March fourth at two o'clock. All right. Um, yeah, sort of like this cool venue, Atlas Arts. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, um, and so that's the very next thing I'm doing. Um, and everything else is, all my performances right now are actually outside of Chicago. Oh, um, okay, gotcha. So like February, I'm going out to New York and doing a thing there and mm. caught me at a time where 
a lot of my things are actually not in Chicago right now. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah. do, do you have uh, a website or a SoundCloud or anything that people can go to? Yeah, definitely check out my website. It's my name, kellysheehan.com. <laughs> Excellent. Straightforward. Straight to forward. the point. <laughs> to the point. It used to be kellysheehan.org. Oh, like, no. I was like, why did I do this? No. <laughs> and then I made it kellysheehan.com and had it mm-hmm. redirect. Or, uh, but people still use the .org. And I was like, how, how are they? you finding this? No. Everybody loves the .com. <laughs> uh, I thought it was being, like, cool and different. <laughs> I don't know. Best laid plans. Um, <laughs> well, great. Um, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. You're a great interview. Oh, you're a um, great interviewer. <laughs> <laughs> and I really look forward to, I hope I can make um, the thing on March 4th. I, I look forward to it. I look forward to reading Cacophony. Uh-oh. Everybody take a shot <laughs> right now. All right. So that is Kelly Sheehan. Check out kellysheehan.com. Yes. Noise not, bias. Not .org. Not .org. We hate .org. Uh, noise bias, Cacophony magazine, Plucky Plunkers. All of that. Yeah. Pluckyplunkers.com. Pluckyplunkers.com. But noisebias.org. Noisebias.org. Important. Damn. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you.